Not today, man. Not happening. Hey, everybody. Getting it going. Go away. We about to stream. Go away. Prepare, countdown, build anticipation, get excited. Uh, Do none of those. <laughs> get your internal juices going. You hear the volume is increasing with drama and suspense. Things are getting more prepared for the drama. Tension is building. And I believe... That's right. It's Greasy yeah. Conversation, the talk show. We We're here. We with week. We did it another week. It's upon us. We're here with Ange Kerfoot. Hello. That's right. Crack it's going on. That's right. She's got the, the dank news. Much dankness has come upon us. It's here, Kicker Studio. We've got our Kicker headphones, two different varieties. Amen. Prepared to place upon our heads like gilded crowns of audio excellence <laughs> in Radio Vegas dot rocks kicker studio but what we're really here for is Nothing. the deep dives the submarine of knowledge yeah submarine of knowledge time it's nothingness yeah. and yet everything but mostly mm -hmm. nothing yeah get ready it's nothing compared to I'm looking to at a picture of us from your screen on my screen <laughs> excellent it means it's working so no pressure on you if you're posting stuff. Everyone get together. Squeaky wheels in the house. Squeaky wheels get the grease. So share the wheels of oh, your man. justice. Sometimes though, but sometimes I just like the sound. <laughs> so. It's one of those taboo conversation starters, that phrase. <laughs> Squeaky wheels <laughs> getting grease. Yeah, it depends on how much grease I want to share. I like, you know, I got a nice collection building up. I can't just give it away <laughs> all willy nilly. Can't just let the grease go. All right, where should we start? How about this? This uh, I'm sure you're into this. Was the Pablo Escobar folding phone? Yeah, I just learned about it from you guys' show notes. So yeah. Pablo Escobar, it's his brother apparently. Yeah, who's starting? It's called the Escobar Fold One, and uh, it's going to be sold for about three hundred forty-nine dollars. They say, but I don't know because it looks. It looks like it's not going to be that cheap, but it looks kind of tiny. Well, I think it can be that cheap because... Kind of tiny? <laughs> yeah. yeah kind of tiny. Yeah, it's, it's like a little book. It's like a and junior I novel. It. I just thought that was really tiny, <laughs> not kind of tiny. Yeah, it's still kind of chubby, though, when it's folded over. Yeah. And uh, you might be wondering how uh, this upstart, like, where they could get the scientists or whatever they need to suddenly make a phone that Samsung had a hard time r rolling out. Yeah. But it's actually just a rebranded Royal FlexPie. If you guys remember us uh, reporting on that before, it was the uh, apparently the first folding phone oh, okay. gotcha. that folded backwards, like uh, only the outside of it was screen. And it was the first one to be released, but didn't get the best reviews. It's kind of like toy quality oh gotcha yeah i just this uh this article title is great too it's uh, escobar one but it doesn't make sense escobar fold one snort all it's cracked up to be i don't know <laughs> what the snort doesn't really fit in that sentence but i see what they're trying it, to do it should have had like yeah i see what they're going for with that a little bit clumsily yeah but yeah this phone the the price is fair because it definitely was made to be cheap 
Like the one they rebranded or the original phone well, like wasn't that. That one was like a grand. But oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Damn, these phones, man. It you is kids. sharing with you the wrong page. Get ready. I'm going to show you. I guess this picture might be a little bit underwhelming because the... Let me just show you full on. Boom. Bring it. Boom. Okay. But you, you might remember the Royal Flex Pie. It's exactly the same thing. I don't, but actually. It's pretty but. cool. It's impressive. It's not bad for, like, 100 or two, 300. It's like you might as well get a real phone that's not a gimmicky <laughs> toy. Yeah, right. But It'll who knows how break. long it'll last. It's really gimmicky. It has that pager size nostalgia. Yeah, right. Yeah, the OS is really finicky as far as dealing with these two screens in a row kind of situation, too. Anyhow, that's the Escobar phone. Tell your friends. Uh, does, gather your pennies together. It does come with, uh, or you can get like the deluxe edition that has stash spots built into it. I think like, it'd be so cooler could, if it was like a Chia pet or something. The not Pablo a Chia, Escobar? Not a Chia pet, but one of those Tamagotchis, I mean. I said, oh, yeah. Yeah, Tamagotchi. Foldy Pet. Digital folding pets. I just feel like it'd be more useful that way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this... Apparently, there's a trend of uh, sunning your butthole. Yeah. Have you guys heard of this? Yeah, it's it's been a buzz for about, like a week and a half now. Yeah. I thought I invented it. Yeah. You've been out here. <laughs> I, I just love like the under the headline, it just says this quote, people out here butt chugging sunlight. <laughs> there's many versions of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, is it just like butthole tanning? I think it's more about just the freedom of getting sunshine in an area that doesn't yeah. normally get sunshine oh totally really my thought yeah because i think the back of the thigh is part of the enjoyment at least for me plus when you read when you read that and hear that visually you can imagine it so yeah i guess i don't know if you all want to get up on this news and get more into that and it's 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 supposed to be i think it's like i said i think it's supposed to be entertaining and comical i don't know if, if it, how real it is yeah i'm not sure how committed this person is to this like practice it's like a lifestyle <laughs> someone's tried it though Consistently. Yeah. I don't know. It just it seems like a funny thing, but I guess people do all kinds of. Well, you guys have been camping shit. before. Yeah, plenty. Yeah, of you times. ever go camping by never... yourself? Yeah, and just want to get the sunshine on everything. Yeah, but I just don't. It would have never occurred to me. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> like I just never. Oh, you know occurred what? Occurred is exactly the word. You know what? Area has not gotten near enough sunlight. It's really <laughs> vitamin D starved right now. Well, it's not about needing it, is the thing. It's, it's about, about wanting it. Yeah, it's about luxury and feeling. It's about feeling deserving it. Exactly. Topic. It's about deserving it. <laughs> Next topic. All right, enough of showing you this fella. I don't know why the, the nipples are, like, shined out when that's clearly a dude. But thanks. That's going to keep us on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, behold, it's time. Oh, is this a new one? For another. Or is this just one that doesn't get... That one doesn't get played very often. No, I've been sleeping on that one. All right. Uh, a dude who worked at McDonald's in Chicago, Tyshawn Granger, uh, was fired for popping mixtapes <laughs> into the children's Happy Meals. Okay. Instead of the toy, not like in addition to the toy. <laughs> is he keeping the toys? I guess so, yeah. He's got that, he's got that uh, toy market on lock. But yeah, that's the that's the kicker for me. Is like 
Not just sliding it in, but actually just sliding it instead of the toy. But I think you this could have like, just like fly, flyered their cars or something while they were there, and maybe that would be a little bit uh, less abrasive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not like I'm it's a children's mixtape. If it was if. like kids' songs, I actually, get it. I'm just thinking of other ways he could have done this, just out of curiosity. Yeah, I mean, if his mixtape wasn't so fire, I mean, I could I could see flyering <laughs> some some uh, like maybe a poster too <laughs> <laughs> behind the drive <laughs> the drive-through window. So when people pull up, they just see oh, the poster. Oh, <laughs> there you go. That's a great location for it. Yeah. You guys. Okay, up to so three, what's the plan? Up to 300 meals, this dude did. Yeah. That's such a hack. The plan right. is, which do you like better? Too this, better. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Good luck getting, like, a certain market at McDonald's, though. It's pretty diverse. Like, you're going to be like... <laughs> <laughs> that'd be like giving everybody jazz yeah the chances right. of you getting the right toddler that's gonna be down with your mixtape <laughs> to tell his dad who's a record producer you know somewhat, I mean I just wanna know how many people popped it in you can't win if you don't play yeah. I know yeah that's a good question I don't okay but it this used to guy be more acceptable than that would be now this guy or the nugget um Robin Hood nugget hood Oh, the yeah, Robin the, Hood of Chicken Nuggets. The Robin Hood of Nuggets. Oh, he's definitely the hero of 2019, I think. What was it, like $40,000 worth of nuggets? Total, that, yeah, they estimated. Yeah, yeah, from giving an extra nugget. That's another one from Ange. She's on that that fast food news tip of the nugget Robin I Hood. I more nuggets than I want to admit to. <laughs> Haven't we all? But I, I, we were saying that's like cheaper than some advertising campaigns. Just the goodwill of getting extra nuggets. Yeah, yeah, that is. I thought you were talking about the mixtape, and I'm like, yeah, but there's, like, the opportunity cost of, you know, having a job. It's and, like, who's got a CD player to put that stupid disc in? I know, Plus, right? like, yeah, I don't... I let alone, I don't even want you touching my little sauce that goes with my fries or have them touching, because I know it's been, like, handy. I just... There's enough things that have touched it already. Yeah, right. His dirty ass... like, grubby mixtape. His dirty ass CD burner. That that grunk was all up in your meal bag. That he got used. He didn't even <laughs> over... Oh, man possibilities are endless whatever is wafting around his home studio is on that that gunks on there oh, man. you should have at least done toys with usbs that would have been way cooler and like that people wouldn't realize and i'll be like oh it's accidentally on there i didn't mean to and you could... yeah that would that's actually <laughs> such a better idea i mean and yeah. you could use it yeah giving away usbs you guys hope he's listening way better yeah we've got the hot tip for you he's probably in jail yeah i imagine so <laughs> I hope not. No, that's not. He's that's an entrepreneur, not clearly. Yeah, that's a lot worse things you could put in there than put you in jail. It's just a mixtape. Unless that mixtape was like deadly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get arrested because your mixtape is so hot. You gotta think it is hot. to go that yeah. far. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, this is the hottest shit gonna hit the streets. Yeah. This decade. It worked. Yeah. We're talking about him. I mean, it, it we're only talking about him because he got fired, not because, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> it was a success. It's okay. You got to so, start somewhere. It's true. All right, Freshy. Let's do another one. Behold. Oh. Another one. Oh, wait. Uh, I know. I know what we need to dive into. Where is it? That banana art. Halloween shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's get into the banana town already. Yeah. We're, we're sleeping on banana. There's been so much banana news, you guys. It's not only this banana story, but we were talking about the banana car earlier, too. There's a banana car going around town, around the nation, I mean. Yeah, so this artist, Maurizio Catalan, uh, this piece is just a banana duct taped to a wall. 
That's the art. It's a uh, titled comedian, and it's sold for a hundred and twenty thousand dollars. And this is a banana that is uh, going to rot very soon. Do you think they knew each other and like made up this story, and that uh, it and they they really did, there was no money exchanged? I think that's totally possible. I mean, that could be possible, but he had another um, piece that was like the same thing that okay. supposedly sold for more. And he's done like other stuff. I too. heard this style of duct taping items like this too is trending right now in general. I don't know. I if mean, it's probably this yeah. or since this or it's the duct tape uh, people. Anyway, sorry. It. So no, there's a real thing behind that the duct tape market. So. Yeah, E3. Are you serious? I'm like, what? Yeah, the, the duct, duct tape, tape cartel. There, there's like there duct a, tape oh, mafia. Oh, 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 right. They're trying to influence people virally with the duct tape agenda. I see. Yeah, they're like, these duct tape numbers yeah. is unacceptable. Mind, it's mind control. It's like back in my day, people used to clamor in for duct tape. <laughs> you couldn't get enough of it. You'd use it for anything. Well, now people, people don't even know that you can build a boat out of duct tape. People didn't eat bacon with breakfast until all the ham people got together. And, and now they eat duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's delicious. They, they made an advertising campaign that got Americans thinking that's how, that's how we eat breakfast. And it's the same thing with duct tape now. Right? Dude, it is such a trip when you research into that and see like how many... It's a real thing. <laughs> how many things we do that are like traditions now, but weren't like in the last hundred years. They're like yeah. longstanding. They're... They're invented traditions by advertising campaigns. It's insane. And it's a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff with breakfast, too. Yeah, That's they just wanted the to hijack breakfast. breakfast. They're like, no, these motherfuckers need to eat bacon. <laughs> so yeah. this banana thing, too, there was... Was this the same dude that also had his golden toilet stolen? Yeah, it's the same guy, so... Because we reported on this stolen golden toilet a minute ago and didn't realize this was, like, a common thread of... of yeah, it's the same guy. He's had that um, golden toilet, which I always... Honestly, like, I just assumed that was, like, in a Trump building. Like, seriously, not, <laughs> not like, sarcastically. I really did. I thought Trump had a legit gold toilet like that. Shout out to Carrie, who asked, was it organic? <laughs> the banana? Yeah, or the toilet. Yeah, or what toilets. happens in the toilet from the banana? My buddy Justin Morris, hollering, high school homie, good to see you. So, anyways, yeah. this guy takes over, right? And this guy uh, does a performance art of it. Did you already get into that? Yeah. So there's a no, third I thing. With I couldn't us. find like an article about that, but yeah. yeah so a performance artist. Um, I you'd have to pull it up. I don't know his name. We'll okay, come, so we'll what, come back to it. What is it? What the performance artist does with the banana, he and it's just, the same he banana. Eats it and he film have someone film him eating it, and uh, he like ap apologizes to the artist. That's why I think it's a joke. Yeah. So the banana didn't go to rot. It w became part of another way of monetizing this as a performance <laughs> but art. But is piece. it art? Yeah. <laughs> it's like how there many times can we cash in on this banana? Did you find it, Greg? Yeah, David Datuna. Georgian-born American artist David Zatuna has eaten a banana used in this guy's artwork that sold for $120,000. <laughs> but yeah. it's the, the banana was swiftly replaced and no further action will be taken against the tuna. He said eating the banana was his art performance. So the, did he... So he just... Just the camera was on. He just did it. He looks like he went for it really confidently. He's not Russian. Yeah, he's just doing it. He's like, I'm doing this thing. So I agree with you guys upon seeing this, that my opinion is that the artist was in on this guy eating his banana. 
Or he didn't care because he's like, I can't believe someone bought a batana duct taped to a wall for $120,000. <laughs> and he already got paid for it. And like, so the, they just replaced it with a different banana. Like, what the fuck? So wait, this guy ate it after someone else I feel like it died there it? for me. Well, did this guy pay for it to then eat mm -hmm. it? Or is it a different person than the buyer? See, and, and then the buyer doesn't care that it was just another banana replacing. Yeah, it can't, doesn't it's mention so that. weird. <laughs> it's it's like how weird. exotically... I feel like we're missing some information here. Oh, I'm sure we are, yeah. <laughs> well, there's people Lots out there it. that buy things just to be able to brag that they spent the money on that. And that's this buyer is likely one of those people. Yeah, because, like, what do you... <laughs> they can claim they aren't and have paperwork that they were the banana buyer. Yeah, because it's not like it's duct taped to something portable, right? It's just duct taped to a wall in yeah. an art gallery, right? But so like, it's like, what are you really buying besides the cloud of being an art supporter? Yeah, or you buy it and then you're allowed to <laughs> duct tape it a banana to your wall in your house. <laughs> Otherwise, this is a copyright infringement. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> just everyone will know you're a, a fucking biter and you just steal other people's art. I don't know. Seems... uh. Yeah, that's well, that that chew on the banana guy, but his Instagram's blowing it's up. It's a now. very good choice of a uh, specimen for what he <laughs> used there. At least it doesn't, you know, it lasts a few days up there. At least of all fruits, he chose a good one. What's well, yeah. like? Does I think it's art, you guys. Is like part is part of the the piece that the, the banana rots and it just stays up there forever until it's just like rotted and shriveled. I thought that would have been cool to see. Or do they like change the banana out every couple days? Yeah, I wondered that too. This so, could have been a live stream. They're sleeping on another monetization. Man, just like always the like banana. Run try to Try to catch them. Try to catch them replacing the banana. We could like, like inject the banana with things. You guys. With steroids. I, I met my first <laughs> wife in the chat room of the comment section for the live stream of this banana rotting. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we fell in love. Dude. Man, so much. Goodness. Cool. We'll it's have to just, make our own, several of them, and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, what else are we going to start duct taping? You can helicopy him easily. <laughs> I want a live stream farm that's just a, a small warehouse space with cameras and streaming computers fixed on different, like a, a plant growing, a vegetable decomposing. Just weird shit. Yeah, just a place for people to gather and hang out and watch things stream that move very slowly. Yeah, just so it, it's like time lapse, but in real time. Yeah, like sap dripping down the side of something. <laughs> yeah, I, that would be that would be interesting, I guess. What make it really stuff. cool is like stuff in an oven, like a wristwatch in an oven. Someone keeps sw swapping out the wristwatch. So it's just always like perpetually melting. Yeah. I like that. Stuff in an oven is great. It's not as quick as a microwave, but it's, it's cool to watch. I mean, what's the peak of this like art though? What's, if you just take yeah, it to its most end? absurd point, like where, like I'm imagining just like, duct taping like nothing to the just like a piece of duct tape with a little bump in it so it looks like it's holding something <laughs> but it's not um, oh so you wonder is there something in the bump or not but you can't yeah. touch it or maybe there's something like on the underside like a flea duct taped to the wall of an art gallery i think there you go deepness wise that beats my idea which was just uh switching to scotch tape <laughs> and uh, it's better. one eyelash and it's a business mm -hmm. card so you can sell tons of these business cards, each with an individual eyelash on them. <laughs> Are they like real eyelashes? Yeah, they're yours. You make them. You're an artist. <laughs> like, how many can you make before uh, you don't, you're out eyelashes? Yeah, you make more. Well, they start out as yours. That's a limited edition run. After oh, okay. that, you start outsourcing them. 
Yeah. You know, there's villages and stuff where people don't do you need like, so many eyelashes. Do you like start, does it become such that you start kidnapping people and then like holding them hostage and plucking their eyelashes? <laughs> no, we'll give them a dollar each. They'll what? hand them over. No, that, but I mean, that makes like such a, I mean, that makes it more art. You know what I mean? If you're like kidnap people. It, there's kidnapping you know, involved? Yeah. All right. The Just their eyelashes, not them. Yeah. You let them go. Oh, yeah. You let them go and you apologize profusely and you know, like, wait till you see. <laughs> Well, you I'm still gonna, got the lashes. Wait till you see what I'm going to do with these lashes, okay? It's going to blow you the fuck away, right? <laughs> they have to be taken in a moment of fear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> these are the eyelashes of fear. I mean, only. it wouldn't be art if it wasn't, you know? That's like part of the definition of art, I think. <laughs> so we think it's art then. Yeah. I'm declaring, I'm declaring art. Officially. Yeah, which always... It's just always strange. You know, like the just the concept of art in general but like there's those few stories where like people just put something they have like in an art gallery somewhere and people just start gravitating toward it like it was Found meant to art. be there yeah like someone there was one where people a person just like right. set their glasses down yeah oh, in yeah. the corner of an art gallery you know people started photographing it and <laughs> i love art galleries for this reason yeah like it's just so straight like I don't know. Is art what is art yeah. what like people tell other people it is, or is there some like? You just have to feel it if you're like, yeah. oh man, I feel these glasses and they're they're lonely. I feel them. Is, there, is like the community agreement like part of it? Accidental you know art. Mean? Yeah. Like when you find a happy face on the sidewalk cracks, it's like totally accidental art. Yeah, or if someone just decides like they just you know they just start referring to like a random light pole as like art. Yeah, you know, sometimes. Like, how long does how long does it take, or how many people have to say that before it actually becomes art? It it I mean? just takes one person to notice how lonely that light pole is. Yeah. So this is, in fact, just put like uh, like the rope around it. Yeah. You know, like, if you get other people to feel what you're projecting on objects, then art happened. Damn. Ta-da. It's heavy. I declare. Everything's art now. This whole show's art. <laughs> I've been wanting to go back and see the uh, James, uh, the guy that makes the uh, light submersion uh, project here that's in the Louis Vuitton store. Yeah. James I, Terrell is his name. This thing is sick. You stand at like this cliff thing and there's a laser beam that beeps to tell you if you're like close to it so you don't walk off of it. And all you see is one color that slowly fades. Feels like you're in like colored clouds, basically. And the guy was a pilot that, like, would stare at the... Like, you merge with the ceiling at, you know, um, what's that casino chain that has cloud ceilings oh, station? Yeah, is it? Okay. There's a couple, I think. It's Venetian like you become one it. with that. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah does it give you that weird... Sense? Do they, like, do a total whiteout to where you can't see, like, any... Yes. Where it's, all, like, disorienting? It feels like you're... Uh, there's a cliff, uh, like, a large cliff, like, at your feet when it's only, like, two feet three feet oh really you're not wow. supposed to go towards the edge but it definitely gives you that feeling yeah you're just in floaty town yeah it, the way it affects your senses too it definitely feels like you're in a dream yeah Especially after you've been in there for a little bit they do they do all different colors and it definitely affects your it's wellness it's a of fade it. of like one color all super consistent one color but that color fades like sunset style oh, it like okay. cycles through but it's only one color at a time got you okay it's free. You have to call the Louis Vuitton store and ask to book. But sometimes during this time of year, um, they told me over the phone that it's better to just call day of since people cancel a lot, but they're booked out. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. How long I is definitely it? How long, see it again. how long do you have to chill in there? Well, they have, you have a guide and stuff. 
Yeah. I think you get to chill. I want to say it was like a good 10 minutes or something. Okay. Right? At least. That seems about right for something like that. It's yeah. a fact. That's yeah. actually kind of long for It's half an hour experience, I think. They escort you, and there's some other exhibits you get to see, and um, they, like, walk you through it. You have to take your shoes off and stuff. Yeah, that sounds dope. Some people would stare at a sidewall because the ground walls and ceiling uh, were all changing colors along with it, too. So you could just stare into a sidewall and similarly wow. get it to fill your vision. It was a vision. lot cooler than I thought it would be. Like I said, I've been there twice. I like it a lot. So. Yeah, dope. It was great being able to stare off at the far wall doing it, though, because you just could not tell how far away it was or not. So you just fell into the space. I've always been interested. I've seen like a few movies like sci-fi flicks where those people end up in like a white, completely white room where it has that effect, you know, to where there's no you can't see any like corners or angles or anything. It's just complete whiteness of like how disorienting that effect would be. I've always been curious. Yeah. So shout out to Ron. And shout out to Kelavobella hanging out in the chat. What up, y'all? Get thanks up for tuning in onto YouTube, Greasy Conversation. Please help us, bump us a subscribe, ring our bell, help us out with that action, and tell a friend because we can't do it without you. Uh, get your wheels squeaking, everyone squeak their wheels. Uh, we're gonna gather the droplets. There's gonna be mass condensation of the grease. <laughs> uh, but right now we've got some Bob Thorntons to toss out there, right? <laughs> Bob Thornton time. I'm gonna pay him. Ah, that's the sound most people make when they leave Pinches Tacos. Why is that? Because Pinches Tacos prides themselves in making every location unique, but give every location the same feel. I'm not talking cookie cutters like those big chain restaurants. They blend into your neighborhood and create a place you want to call your second home. Their doors are always open. Well, at least until 11 o'clock. Their mission is simple. They provide you the best taco experience by using high-quality meats and seafood, fresh garden vegetables, handmade tortillas, and high-quality artisan breads. They could have made it complicated, but they chose not to. Why? Because they found through experience that keeping things simple is a good recipe for success and happiness. It's also a good recipe for a pretty tasty pinches taco. According to Spanish language Stack Exchange, we always use it as an insult enhancer and can turn almost any curse word into a really rude one. Pinche pendejo, pendeja equals f- asshole. Now they have six locations, two right here in Las Vegas. Come in, find out why we love them so much. Check them out on Facebook or visit the website pinchestacos.com for a location nearest you. Hey everybody, it's Crazy Jay, and I want to tell you about ZipBiz. I know what you're thinking. Jay, you've been telling us about ZipBiz. Well, I have the brand new flavor right next to me, and I haven't tried it yet, so let's open it. And give this, give this a try. My bottle of water, shake that up. Now this is a brand new flavor, mango peach. I have not tried it, I'm looking forward to it. They have a wide variety of flavors, if you didn't know. They've got grape, fruit punch, orange cream, orange soda, iced tea, all fantastic. But let's give mango peach a try. Oh man, that is absolutely amazing. I'm a fan of all their flavors, but nothing like this. Oh man, that is absolutely delicious. Mango peach, zip fizz, 
Get it today. Visit zipfizz.com. Tell them Radio Vegas. Tell them Crazy Jay sent you. And get your mango peach today. Zip Fizz Energy. No sudden crash, 10 calorie. Low carb, vitamin B. The healthy energy mix. Zip Fizz. Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-709-4389-800-709-4389-800-709-4389. That's 800-709-4389. Kicker Audio. Check it out, Mario. They uh, hit me up, the guys from Kicker. They said, Jay, you have done a fantastic job promoting these headphones. And, uh, they're awesome. A, they're all over Facebook. You have tweeted them. We know that you love the headphones. But how come you haven't talked about this wireless Bluetooth bullfrog we have? And I said, well, to be honest with you, you never sent me one. We don't have tested it. Within 24 hours, there was one delivered to my house. So now, this is gonna blow your mind, Mario. This is. <laughs> You're impressed. No dead space, speakers on both sides. Isn't that awesome? Very impressed. Uh, Kicker Audio, everybody, you gotta go there. Check them out online. Kicker Audio, living loud. And we're back. Get ready. It's Greasy Conversation on RadioVegas.rocks. Uh, we're looking at the banana car. It's banana season. Shout out to Two Clueless Dudes uh, on Fridays. And uh, TwoCluelessDudes.com. It's another sick podcast that I produce. So if you like hanging out with me, you can hang out with me with those guys too. And bananas come up in every episode. So if you're a banana enthusiast, I can't uh, avoid recommending them as well. A banana enthusiast. It's true. There's a thing that, that concept cracks me up. Some people who love bananas love bananas like no other. Apparently. But we've got uh, depressing news. Get ready. It's not really depressing. It's more news. sad but sweet too. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. it's a good idea and like it's feel goodsy. Yeah. So uh, this guy in Japan lost his cousin in 2010. His name is Ataru Sasaki, and he decided to build. This little glass paneled phone booth on top of this hill and he put a disconnected rotary phone inside there's a little notebook and stuff i and love this I photo yeah and the idea is that you just you know it's a one-way call obviously it's not going to call anyone it's kind of like a spiritual thing i guess or you can just like talk to people you miss and want to talk to and, and get that experience of like it's such a I would just love to have that and just to access here to something like that. I think someone yeah. should do it. I've thought about doing installations sort of like that before um, where you would just get advice. But the, the person that picks up the other line is just, you know, not someone, you know, it's just random advice from people. I thought oh, that yeah, be that fun. would be cool. That would be interesting. I smell 
uh, a marketing opportunity here as an artist. Yeah. Because you could take an ordinary piece of art that you would just install somewhere and then claim that it helps you interact with dead loved ones. Even if you're adamant that like, no, this is just a spiritual thing to do representationally. I'm making no claims that it actually has any real paranormal powers. Even with all those disclaimers, people would flock to that. Just to have a spot where they can feel like it's a safe place to talk to the dead. Yeah, and then what you should what it should be like secretly connected so every once in a while like someone talks to someone else actually and just make it like really fuzzy on the other side and it's like <laughs> so messed up. Creepy. <laughs> just hide some chunks of words in the static. Yeah. So terrible. Or even just have static and people will hear stuff in it. Oh yeah. It's that's random it. data. Even if you're a skeptic it'd creep you out is the point. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh man, the static on the line really adds to this, but kind of messed up Lee. Yeah, so he, he rebuilt this phone booth after uh, a few of those like disasters in Japan. There was the earthquake and the tsunami and all that. Um, and us? Wasn't we, we a disaster over there? Oh, yeah. We're always just walking disaster, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and it's, I don't know, it's kind of like there's uh, something therapeutic about that, I guess, too. Same with, like, writing a letter to someone. You don't want them to read it, you know. You just write it for yourself, and then you just burn it or whatever. I guess that same type of idea. Oh, another fun way to interact with this as a radio listener, if you go to greasyconversation.com, you can actually see all these news articles that we're pull, pulling up. We're sharing with you like our actual news doc. You get the insider notes, all our little nuggets, stuff that we missed out from the show. So there's bonus grease over there. Uh, just find this episode page. We've got a zip fizz moment going on here in the studio. Do you want me to help do the pouring? I'm going to... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you're just having me demonstrate. Like, yeah, I was having you. I want to show it, it out there. This is a rare fruit punch. Yeah, the these fruit are hard to come by. Gobbled up. I'll put that. It's near. like a fruit punch. It's like a strawberry pineapple flavor. It's hard. It's it's like it's it's the one I like the most. Yeah, I prefer. It. You don't need my help pouring it into the bottle. Thanks. So. <laughs> Let me take this from you and do that. You're not a good. Dirt. I might someday though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not a good fizz pourer. Who taught you how to pour zip fizz? Give me that thing. <laughs> it's the one thing we fight about. <laughs> no, we just fight about there not being enough of the fruit punch ones on hand. <laughs> like, where are they? Get me one this week. He's like, I will. He's like, there weren't any. Every week, it's like false hope. It's like, why are those couple always arguing about him punching this her? This flavor's incredible, though. Greg, you have to try it. <coughs> I will. It's fruit punch. It's the safe way to punch your wife. What? <laughs> Anyways, what's the next one? <laughs> Alright, this one, I'm sure we've all seen tons and tons of articles in like the past 10 years or so saying that sitting is killing you. A oh, sedentary yeah. lifestyle uh, will cause you to die earlier than you normally would. I was happy about this article. Yeah, so this one, this one is saying that actually no. Uh, it probably isn't killing you. So, you know, rest it. If you're worried about you're chilling too much, there's no such thing as too much chilling. Because I don't think we're being dramatic enough about this. This is big news. We were told we have to be standing up at work. I know. What peasants stand up at work? And we were feeling like guilty. I love we standing up at work. I like a touch of it. I like a dash <laughs> of it. But this idea that you're going to put some squishy mat on the ground and have me stand at work like some kind of surf. 
And no, and it's supposed to be good for me that you can't buy nice chairs at your office. Yeah, We're yeah. all supposed to stand around. But the thing to take away, though, is that moving around at work is still important. That was the thing. Just You should be switching it up and jiggling your body as often as you can. Yeah. Every, every 15 minutes, you should get your blood all juiced around. Shake it up. Shake the snow globe a little I don't, bit. I just work out for like half an hour to an hour every morning and then almost every morning and then i just that way i just sit the rest of the day yeah you like yeah. bank it you bank the wiggles no it's just it's the only way i have to do it unless i want to do it at the end of my work shift and it's just like at night after work. i just want to chill out yeah yeah people not do but i'm just not one of them <laughs> yeah for sure but i think as long as you're just like i mean trying to be active a bit here and there you'll be fine you know I feel trying like to be like conscious about it it's got to be better than nothing. Oh, yeah, totally. Slosh your blood around is the thing. Yeah. There have been a lot more recent articles on, this is pretty obvious, the lifting weights is uh, improves depression greatly. <laughs> like, I know it's a thing already for different reasons. Yeah, it, uh, it helps been work out that, all those... Uh, that thought make headlines a lot lately. The stress hormones. What are those called? Uh, it doesn't matter. Cortisol. Lowers, cortisol. cortisol or cortisone. Cortisone's the cream, huh? Yeah, cortisol's <laughs> yeah. the stress hormone. <laughs> Yeah, cool. there's yeah. there's crazy pictures in this article too. Like this person has like a some kind of respiration mask. There's squiggly <laughs> lines. Just what you have to look at with this article about uh, standing at work. They're like, if you sit, if you work in a place, you have to sit down. You'll be on a respirator in no time. <laughs> uh, you know, you'll have all kinds of uh, problems with your internal organs. You can't ever sit. And then they tried to market us selling desks. I wonder if that. I wonder if that whole like sitting is killing you was just deployed by the the standing desk cartel. It's, to a, try good, to, it's a good question. The, you know? the standing desk cartel definitely. <laughs> right. They're like push. Like, They're no one to mess with. I'm just eternally suspicious of like any advertising or like any even like medical articles or scientific articles like that or uh, you know like pop science articles and stuff like that. It could always just be like a paid research by some company to like give them a certain result, you know? I think this article that we're reading about how uh, sitting at work doesn't kill you, I think this is a chair company. I think this is a chair company. Oh, is it by a chair company? Yeah. Womp <laughs> <laughs> womp. That's the slicing, searing news uh, dankness approaching you. So, All right, this... Oh, do you have one, Was? No, no. no. Buster so, in. This story is, like, majorly fucked up. About this... These students were getting deported. They enrolled in this university in Detroit that turned out to be a fake university that was created by the Department of Homeland Security. Uh, so, basically, this, like... It markets itself as, like, a science and engineering university and then so just to trap and deport people yeah so like a lot of guys from like india will come over because they want you know if they want to work as an engineer and they think so they can get into a, a school and then they end up getting deported man they've deported yeah. like 250 people these are people that could have put money into our economy they can afford to go to a university and give this university a bunch of money yeah and we're just tossing them out dude and not Trapping only, not, not only like, true crime yeah, <laughs> not only tossing them out but actually like constructing an entire fabrication to 
Man, just fucking boggles my mind that, like, people come up with this and they're like, yeah, this is totally okay and They think they're, like, heroes and shit. Yeah. It's just an insane waste of government money when... Oh, my God. When you look at any kind of research by people that actually went to universities to learn about what immigration has done for countries throughout civilization, like, since the Romans, uh, the countries that nourished immigration uh, grew the most and had the the most like efficient labor the immigrant communities have the least crime it's just crazy the benefits that you get from encouraging like a free flow of people even from a a economically destitute country um it balances things out yeah it's it's interesting like the both benefit the propaganda around it that like you know yeah, and I'm just like, this isn't an opinion from me. This is like what the research says. Data, yeah. So I, it's one of those things where all these people argue about all of these opinions without looking at what actual research has been done about this. It's like anything that you think you have this crazy opinion about that's not like ethereal and religious or something, there's actual data we can look at. Like someone's done this before. People have had countries before and people have had immigrants to countries before. Yeah, yeah. Like all this has all happened already. It, it was us. Tons of times. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was us. As long as we don't like murder the indigenous people <laughs> and like the murdering immigrants are coming in through cartels and stuff. Anyway, they've got their own ways. Drones can carry people too. Anyway, I could go. I on. wonder who leased the building and all that. Yeah, yeah. Even if, or even if there was one, like, I mean, it could have been just that the, like they created all the information online and then have people enroll. And then once they enroll and like, if they like come to the United States or if they're already here, they like tell them to go to a building and then they're like, guess what? Yeah. But it turns, it says here, uh, that they offered a, a majority of them, like 80% to be voluntarily or voluntary departure. So where they don't get like, I mean, for, At least it's not like, like a criminal thing with it. Yeah. Which it's not immigration isn't so criminal lame. anyway. It never is criminal. Which well, is the pathway to immigrate regularly is so convoluted like there's not like a clear pathway there's not even clear ports of entry that stay open you can plan your life to escape exile in south america and escape um what's the thing where the government kills you and there's this government killing people it's like mafia government over there venezuela oh yeah Uh, and so you can go seek asylum and go to a proper port and by the time you've made your way there that port's randomly closed yeah, you have to go to one across the country. So you can like budget and plan to do it completely the legal way, exactly how you're supposed to, and it's still getting messed up for people. Yeah. So uh, it seems like among the public, the people that are the most anti-immigration that I've met that are regular people uh, still say that like they don't entirely want no immigration. They just want everybody to do it the right way. Yeah. And there just isn't a right way. So yeah, that's what's disgusting. Like, yeah, screwed up. But, you know, complicated problems and... No one wants to iron them out. But I've got a game. I don't want to make an outrage show. There's plenty of those. The game is, as you're picking the next news thing, we try to search the news using the find, control F. You guys don't know control F. Welcome to that. There's your takeaway. (laughs) Control F, I'm going to try to type in words that you're saying and find the next article. You can play this game at home, too. Check it out. All right. Uh, Budweiser. Wants to brew beer in space. Yes, this is the perfect sound for that. Budweiser brewed in space flavored. Yeah, so they want to be like the first brewery uh, served or the first beer served on Mars. So they're they're planning now and they're already researching how to brew in zero gravity. 
so awesome. So. I, I'm hoping it has a zero gravity flavor so that, oh, look at the little barley in the thing. Yeah, it looks cool, man. Can this machine really do this? Because this machine's adorable. There's like wheat in part of it. Unless that's like gold flake or something. No, it looks like little wheat. Yeah. <laughs> this machine is so comical. It looks like a Budweiser can, but like that would go in a car, like a car uh, oil filter. Yeah, yeah. Or like a thermos. And then uh, coming out of it, because it's being pulled apart, is a lid like you'd see on a chunk of NASA stuff with like pipes and hoses coming out the top of it and some wires. And in between what's going into the canister is these plastic sleeves with like barley in them. It's so crazy. It's like dried wheat looking. What's action. it for? Sorry, I was texting. It's gonna, I don't know what's going on. Brewing <laughs> beer. In okay, space. that's what I figured. Okay, gotcha. In space. I'm like, why would you do it this size? How much does it make? Sorry. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't. It's still like experimental. Yeah, they're still researching how to even brew beer in zero gravity. Okay. Um, how to malt barley in zero gravity. So. Yeah, because we aren't going anywhere until that happens, of course. So yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. No on one's going to colonize Mars without Budweiser. Yeah, what? You're starting to get like done with a hard day's work of colonizing and not have a Budweiser? Why does it have to be Budweiser? Are they sponsoring it? Sorry if I missed that. They're, they're, just, they're, they're just the ones that decided to. There's so many other they're beers. They're determined. Yeah, but okay. they want to. <laughs> As but a, only one bud. As a company, they want to be the first beer on Mars. Okay. So <laughs> that's the that's the long-term goal of it. Who knows if we'll ever colonize Mars. Um, well, yeah. not with that attitude. Calls them like a season, man. <laughs> Someone's got to. We need a backup for humanity. Yeah, Even we need if like we do five. everything right. A rock could still hit this planet, and we need to spare people. We need five, dude. Have you seen humans? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and we should be trying to colonize Venus, too. We're sleeping on Venus. It's closer than Mars. It's just that we can't do anything on the surface. We'd have to float in its atmosphere, which is as thick as an ocean. So it'd be like an ocean world if we colonize Venus. In that thick atmosphere, we can pull oxygen out of it. We can pull rocket fuel out of it. It's just that everyone's surfacist. They want to be on some kind of surface. I think we should just <laughs> stay here and get a couple extra moons. I'm staying here. I'm, oh, I'm hanging out for extra moons. That here. would be cool. Like, you know, yeah, that's all, you we know? could use a few more moons. Why don't we just work with what we have? That's a legit good idea, though. And the moon is an important step. We can stone. go out and pick one out. And being a sixth the size of the Earth, when most of the Earth isn't even land, the moon's got a ton of land we can use before we even need to add a, a, a second or third, which we should. And they're yeah. closer. Moon's way closer. Yeah, let's get a closer one for sure. Yeah, let's get another moon that's closer. I love this. We're brainstorming the future of society right now. Yeah. There's so like, asteroids out is there. Is there like a moon using. store where you can go down to and like pick out the right moon? <laughs> All the moons of the asteroid belt are free. Oh, man. There's no laws against snagging one right now. Dude, you just have to like transport it back. Yeah. That's the trick. It's pushing her over here. You can probably do it really slowly with like... I mean, they've talked about moving asteroids just with little craft using like gravity nudges and stuff. Yeah. Just do that. Just kind of slingshot it. it. Yeah. Roll roll around the thing and gravity nudge. It's just that's a fun fun thing to say anyway. <laughs> gravity nudge it. Do you think that stuff created or grown or made in space will taste different like foodstuffs? I'm hella curious about that that's the first thing i thought of with this beer story is they could send it back down here they could make it on the moon we could get that cis lunar economy that yeah, i'm dreaming about yeah for what reasons would it taste different do you i don't think? know i, I don't know either that's what i'm asking yeah. 
<laughs> That's what I'm asking you. Those space bubbles, though. Yeah. Bubbles in space have their shape different? I don't know. Maybe it affects, I mean, some <laughs> chemical reactions. I don't, I don't know. Right. The barley is all freaked out. The barley has less muscle mass. Would, it, yeah. would things spoil quick? It's like I'm quick, trying to get swole. <laughs> trying to get that swole barley. <laughs> some thick barley with two C's. They should make one for Pacifico. Well, yeah, there's a parent companies. One of those, uh, I, I forget who owns who, but one of those two you named is owned by Budweiser. I'm pretty sure like Modelo or something. Yeah, probably. I can't remember. Modelo is owned by then one of the two big ones. they should have a Modelo ones. option. Yeah. <laughs> in due time, it's all going to be enjoyed by other people because I'm not going into space. anyway. I it, just want the space stuff brought home to me. I, I mean, it is Budweiser, but at least the first space beer isn't a goddamn IPA. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so over IPAs. You know. Unless you're at the blowout tap at Rebar. Yeah, so they okay, usually have an IPA on the blowout tap, but I mean, for... Uh, you know, it just got oversaturated. There's still decent beers, but... I just like, like uh, uh, drinks that don't taste dry. Yeah, yeah Drinks yeah. that don't make me feel thirsty. Gotta have a wet mouth feel. Yeah, I gotta have a wet yeah. mouth feel. That's right. That's gonna be in my tombstone. Yeah. He appreciated a wet mouth feel. <laughs> <laughs> All just, right. That's how you beers. talk about wines, man. So do we have one more quick one before Bob Thornton too? Um, sure. We can talk about that Boeing is planning on building a taxi to the International Space Station. I am over Boeing right now, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just this one. How they dealt with that one jet is gnarly. But now they've got new controversy over this test where they uh, broke a plane, but on purpose to see where it would break. And people were like, oh, it failed the test. But actually, it broke just past or about where they expected it to break. Okay. So they're just more on top of it. Where previous tests, though, it either didn't break or broke past what they expected. Mm. So now they're just more accurate in what they expect as far as a breaking point. But a lot of the public is not looking good at this test because of seeing it um, not break as late as the other ones did. Mm. But it's like this company has a great reputation except for those two planes that went down because of that botchy way they did this MCAS thing. If you want to look yeah. more about that, it's MCAS is the system that Boeing's been goofing on. And because it was two planes that weren't in America, it hasn't been that major of news, but yeah, passenger yeah. jets don't go down often, let alone for like a, a failure in design of a new jet. Yeah. It's that's really Boeing. rare. So those planes are still grounded. They couldn't do the software update that they said they could probably do to get them airborne. And it's not super clear why these planes aren't airborne again, but I'm glad that they're focusing on space now. <laughs> so yeah, they're getting right. that plane airborne they're like where's the money for the space time when you're already like blew a right. hole until the until one someone, thing that you make <laughs> until imagine like now we have to read like once in a while like plane crashes and stuff right imagine in the future like if we ever got to like deep space travel stuff like sci-fi horror movies and novels are written about but like getting stranded in space you know like yeah like oh this mission just got they w got sent off course and now they're out of fuel and they're just stranded out in space and they'll float out there until they die. Like ghost planes. Have you heard about uh, sometimes a cabin will depressurize and everyone on the plane will suffocate oh, and the plane will just shit. keep flying on autopilot. on autopilot? Yeah. And they have a whole uh, deal with trying to get it down in a safe place. Damn. One time there was one person that was awake that grabbed like an air canister in time and it was a stewardess. And they couldn't figure out what to do. A uh, steward. It was a dude stewardess. 
and he couldn't get the plane down and just like had to deal with that. Also, uh, uh, one of those little jets did this once. Uh, I think this was in the last year or two. Yeah. Uh, and everyone was just asleep in the jet. They had all gotten carbon dioxide poisoning. So the oh, plane yeah. was just ghost flying on autopilot. Damn, that's gnarly, man. Yeah. That just is so trippy. You don't know what it's going to hit or whatever either. If yeah. you land in a city. Man. I, I imagine being that dude like you're the only one. That in space would suck is what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like that happens on the ocean and we have a hard time finding someone on the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd ne- yeah, you'd never get... Fa- I always like... It always tripped me out about shows like Star Trek and stuff, or like any sci-fi in general, where you're like, um, "Oh, it's, just, it's so interesting and seem and it's like there's so many adventures." And I'm like, "Why would people sign up for Star Trek? Like, why would they sign up to be in like space as dangerous as fuck?" <laughs> like, yeah, but remember being young though. I guess that, so, that yeah. danger, young. Yeah, I guess that's you're true. Like, I wanted to go to space so bad for a little while. Yeah. No, I or at least like, get I'm out of scared town. just thinking about it. For no, sure. I still do. If I had the opportunity, I, I don't have the balls to go. No, there's no way. Yeah, I mean, I really. hell it would. When I'm on a plane, all I can think about is that I'm in the how high I am in the air, and like I imagine nothing else around me, and it's ter- it terrifies me just to be that high in a plane. What would it take yeah. to get you in space, Greg? You're one of the few people I talk to. Uh, a free ticket? Shit. As long as you don't have to pay for it, you'd go to space. Yeah, so no you'd doubt. Check out. Right you could away. handle. You could handle going that far away as long as you. I mean, mm-hmm. assuming you'd come back. Yeah, I'd go to low Earth orbit, low Earth orbit, and be weightless or experience microgravity, so to speak. I'd do that eventually. Yeah. After it was already that's a, a thing. whole different situation. It'd have to be say, <laughs> ten years. I, the first ten years, I'm not messing with that. That's when I'll get the just the out. idea. Of, you don't think you'd freak out like being that far away from Earth? Like I would just, I'd, I seriously would lose it. I don't so, think so you'd go all the way to Mars if you could come back. Yeah, I think so. Would you go? Let's see how far you'd go. Would you go to Saturn? <laughs> just like, ah. I mean, I'd go on a tour. To, I think it would be interesting. It would be challenging. <laughs> I, I always think about like challenging myself and like uh, things that are isolating, I guess, because I think I'd be fine doing that. Kella Bobella from Dead Money. Check out Dead Money. Holla, Yo, sick Kella. band. Some of the gorgeousest singing that they're done be in town. I saw her Friday. It, she was great. Yeah, she was killing it last night. Also cameoing with... DJ Dad shirt randomly. I meant to come by. I told her I would, but I fell asleep. <laughs> so what is it? Late Friday. It's been eight, eight, eighteen. Bin eighteen. Bin is a new bar. It's like a spinoff of seven hundred two bin or whatever that has that lobster roll in Container Park. I could be wrong, but that's just what I'm asking. I don't know, but okay. Good shout outs here. So, solid shout outs. It's in Arts Factory. If you guys remember the proud history of Arts Factory, we've jammed in that place under a few ownerships. And so Saturday is still going Saturday night at 10 DJ dad's shirts doing that with various cameos. I wish more yeah. people would support it because uh, like through like on regular nights too, because you know, it's not going to uh, be there forever. And you know, it's like keeping it alive. Part of keeping it alive is stopping through same with stopping through artifice and you know, art square haunts. and uh, cockroach theater, which is going to a different thing, but majestic theater, like supporting all this stuff that's in the arts district such a cool block there it's just you can't go wrong there's cool stuff going on there all the time often we're hollering about it so peep our feeds for some hot tips on that but for now i'm afraid it's s preston esquire built paying payment hour 
Hey guys, it's Crazy Jay from the Rockin' Comedy Show, and I wanted to talk to you about the Ballsy Company. They have a fantastic product that I am absolutely in love with. In fact, here's a clip of the Rockin' Comedy Show as we talk about it. That's Ballsy. Ballsy. Oh, Ballsy. That's uh, Ball Wash. That's yeah, that Ball Wash. That's really Funk good. off your junk. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's for guys on the go. For guys on the go. You know. You know, you got, you got your nut rub, your, your sack spray, and for everything else, nuts butts in your body. The funk off your junk. That's right. kind of hilarious. How do I get one of those? That's like smell a fun gift. Good it Has, hashtag uh, live balls out. Live balls out. Right. That's right. Guys, if you uh, if you go to uh, ballsy.com or ballwash.com, both of those companies work. If you use coupon code Radio Vegas, you'll get fifteen percent off your first order. I'm gonna smell the sack spray right, right. now. I want the ladies here at Radio Vegas to know what it smells like, so that when we walk by, they're like, oh. Someone's fresh. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> guys, seriously, you gotta check out Ball Wash from the Ballsy Company. Mention Radio Vegas in that coupon code. Get 15% off. You won't be disappointed. What is Jesse Ray's barbecue? Well, it's a tiny, unassuming place with a modest menu of platters, sandwiches, and house-made sauces. Located at 5611 South Valley View by the smell alone, you're gonna know you're in the right place. Come try the award-winning slow-smoked ribs, chicken, pulled pork, hot links, and brisket. The sauce is also something to talk about as you will want to eat it with every bite. Here's a tip, their sauces are available for purchase. When people ask you how do you like Jesse Ray's barbecue, you'll say like most people I know, I don't like it, I love it. Jesse Ray's barbecue is 100% legit. Stop on by for a meal that will satisfy your barbecue loving lips. Mention Radio Vegas.rocks for 10% off your order. Jesse Ray's, located at 5611 South Valley View on the corner of Valley View and Russell. Come in, take a bite, find out why they're so award winning. Homies, droplets, squeaky wheels. The Rockin' Comedy Show is the OG, so check out this commercial for it because you're going to want to check out this show. It's really good. Trust me. The Rockin' Comedy Show with Crazy, crazy, Jay. crazy, crazy Jay. Our special guest here, the one and only, Bobby Sleep. You know, just listening to the opening, I just forgot how stupid the show was. I knew it was stupid, but I just forgot how stupid. Well, we're here to remind you. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. It's, I've been reminded. <laughs> Thank you. The Rockin' Comedy Show. Oh my gosh, The Devil's Onion Ring is the episode to look up when you bust into therockingcomedyshow.com and uh, check out some past episodes. That one has got the most uh, was words for, you know. <laughs> was, uh, for man. the butthole. Yeah, exactly. It's trying to be delicate Just about right it. come right out and say a butthole. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of which, it's Greasy Conversation on RadioVegas.rocks. Speaking of greasy buttholes? <laughs> yeah. Is there any other kinds? <laughs> Remember those Olean chips? Oh, dear. I think about <laughs> no. that every once in a while. You they remember those? Lace. There's Olean. These chips had Olean. No, it was Olestra was, a... was what it was called. Oh, yeah, okay. That's right. I think Olean was a type of... It was, it was like a type one of, of the Alestra, brands, yeah. yeah. But I think Lay's was like the most popular. It was chips? I'm confused. Yeah, yeah it, potato it, chips, but it was made with the stuff. It was like a kind of like vegetable oil, okay. right? Yeah. And it was called Olestra. Uh, okay. But your body wouldn't absorb it. So if you that. ate a lot of them, then you would just... I didn't just... know there were like chips made with it that were known, that's mm -hmm. all. Oh, for sure, for yeah, a while. Yeah, it was a thing hmm. when it... 
became popular and they were like everyone's having greasy shits yeah the, well it would leak <laughs> out the grease would just leak yeah. out during your day wow yeah. it was not a that didn't i mean it lasted longer than it should have that's for sure <laughs> it was a product for a while in spite of this well, i kind of remember this was this in the 90s yeah yeah and think like they must have known before they released it too like they had to have you know, and, all, sure. the, and all like the... Oh, yeah, you know you, you're making shit, you're going to eat it. <laughs> they just like, is. Oh, you're exceeding the serving size. Well, you're making it yummy. I've got to <laughs> eat right? a bunch those, of that. Those chip serving sizes are, are not true. There was uh, this, this chick, she did one where she actually ate according to the recommended serving size and like all her food. And she would just record it and she's like, look at this. Look how ridiculous this is. For small portion sizes, but yeah, they aren't, they aren't real. All right. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. You'd like barely get any. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the search for, for aliens, we'll come to a UFO later, but, um, you know, that question, are aliens out there? And if they are, why haven't we met any yet? Uh, this physicist, Brian Cox, who's kind of popular. He's like one of the mainstream physicists and writes a few books that are well known. Um, but he answers the question and says that maybe the civilizations just don't ever get to that point where they travel like to other planets. We might be the first. Yeah. Or like, or colonize other planets, not just like travel yeah. in space, but uh, like it's always um, like political turmoil that eventually causes too much strife for a species before they can like reach the point where they start start deciding like to colonize that frustrates me and i call bullshit because if we look at what species do on this own planet we see nothing but uh, a reoccurring pattern of you get an apex species right mm. so you t get things like wolves or big cats that become the number one predator in an area and they just become more and more docile and peaceful when they become number one to the point where these two species started befriending the other apex species on this planet. And now we have house cats and dogs that we've discovered since we were kids and it was taught to us wrong that people domesticated these animals. Mm -hmm. Actually, these animals chose to... Yeah, domesticated themselves. Yeah, they on their own invented a form of friendship. So when you become apex species, the inclination is eventually after uh, breaking off from other ones that still war with man and still eat people, um, splinter off and make friends with us. We could have the same experience with um, other civilizations that as long as we get past basically the a Cold War equivalent or, or a species far away does, if they don't blow themselves up. I, it seems like there's a point of no return where it doesn't seem like we're as likely to blow ourselves up now as we were before. And there's only been more and more peace in the world, even though there's still war going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's going to be setbacks for sure, but we're on a path now. And the other things that could be on a path are so far away from us that it's just hard to believe, even across our own galaxy, let alone how far away other galaxies are. Yeah, even yeah. Even if sure. there's like a 99.9% um, .9 chance of other life just like us ready to fly over here. It's just so long that it'll take for, forever. It, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. I don't know. I can kind of. But get there's it. other dimensions too, so things can go 
uh, two dimensions could be close to each other. Um, just like something could be next to something on a table, but be far away from it on another dimension. So if you can get past that, that's a thing. If you could visit like an alternate universe that had one thing different, what kind of universe <laughs> do you think you'd want to visit, man? Oh, this is a fun you question. Too, if you, if you pop, if you pop anything. Yeah. So I'd want a universe in which, uh, orange juice and water were just switched around <laughs> like those two things were opposite everything else was the same yeah yeah nice. all right yeah you can only change one thing so you have to you have to choose carefully That's i call. think i think i would always have like no matter what anytime you order a drink it's always the exact temperature you want it at like so subconsciously like it's a it's an adaptation where as soon as you touch a glass with a drink your body can chill that drink well, what if it's just your perception that whatever liquid temperatures they're already at, you just or love that. it? Yeah. Yeah, that's the same thing. It just always seems the right coldness, yeah. Just if, to if be able cool to drink. love stuff that sucks. I feel like I cool. have to pick something in the orange juice realm now. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we go all beverages? I, I wish know. that I had uh, a yard full of orange trees. I don't know. Yeah. Then you guys could juice them and all that. <laughs> 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 we live happily ever after. <laughs> You could have a whole parallel universe. You could do that with this universe. <laughs> I wouldn't waste my parallel universe on something I could get here. I could replace all my water with orange juice here. So you couldn't here. get orange juice? Yeah. No, I'm saying I think we're wasting this because I could make mine. You could make yours. I could replace all the I'm water. I'm just trying to be a team player. Juice. And I'm just trying to cut down your idea and belittle it. I'm not a fan of orange <laughs> juice. There's a lot of sugar in it. No, yeah. it's true. I like that you'll give us something to juice, though. I appreciate it. It's very sharing. That's very kind to our yeah. like, yeah. oh, I, or I might shit. throw them at you depending on how they're needed <laughs> or, but in this universe like you juice the actual trees All right. that's, okay. where the, that's where the orange juice comes from yeah. can't we just fly I'm, okay I declare flying universe I get to fly everyone, yeah, everyone gets to fly. fly just their okay. bodies you just levitate all the time yeah like and gravity like blood. Fly, fly like Superman, or you just like float like a couple feet off the ground you Which can't ever? go faster than like 65 <laughs> ever yeah, you can fly, but if you fly faster than like fifty, There's you not get like really a tired. Zone for that, like where you can go faster. It's just that's the art of like a limitation. Like your molecules, they can be anti-gravity, but if you go over fifty-five, it's just really tiring. So some champion athletes can go like seventy. Are there helmet laws for you, flying around without helmet? Depends like, on the state. St states' rights are still a thing in this universe. <laughs> <laughs> and like whether you can share still a lane. Then? Yeah. Still thing, then? Okay. In California, you can share a lane with an automobile. When you're flying. Yeah. But you can in Nevada. That's a ticket. Be weird, like flying over <laughs> someone's car. Yeah. It's like you can't fly within 10 feet of someone's car. Yeah, that would be a rule for sure. Oh, man. I, kinda, I can kind of dig that universe. That'd be cool. I'd like to fly over like treetops and stuff. I love the woods. So Yeah, yeah that, would, that would be nice. You can't fly higher than you can breathe. Which is Aerial still... views all the time. Yeah. You'd be like a drone. So you have to like <laughs> breathe out to like go higher. <laughs> 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 Everyone's flying backwards and blowing. <laughs> yeah, that would be so great. Yeah, and you could just waft if you're Sounds just. Sounds really hard. You just right. don't interact with the Higgs field. You're like Higgs proof. Yeah. So just float around, but you still can push off of the air. Can you. Do you have to like put your arms out in front of you? No, because you got to paddle. Yeah. Oh, you have to like air swim. Yeah, so you only get up to like. 60 if you I think just a hover would be good like you could just stand as if you're on a hoverboard that's like, all that's I'd want to do a good pace and approach yeah invisible lounge chair no arms or nothing needed you know 
I like what what's the worst method of like having or like having to, like an extra condition on like you're able to fly but you have to do this one thing to fly. I like, constantly doing some results. Well, you have to <laughs> you have to uh, squeeze your uh, kegel, you kegel to fly. <laughs> <laughs> so the harder you kegel it, visual. How yeah. fast you can go. <laughs> so people are just like wincing and yeah, flying. Oh, he's training. Oh man. <laughs> That's Great day to fly, huh, neighbor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, that, that paints quite a picture. Imagine this being the way that you discover what a Kegel muscle is, is like that joke. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's what's nice about this show is I feel like it's not such a broad audience that I have to explain everything like that. But oh, yeah. Squeaky totally. wheels understand. <laughs> Cherish right. yourselves, you guys. And... You folks of both genders, all, all you genders of folks, cherish yourselves alone in the evening, in the dark, when you feel like no one really understands you. We do. Uh, when you feel like your family uh, just doesn't understand what you're doing when you're you should spending... get the next art. You should get the next article out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to cult all it right. up. I'm still practicing my cult speeches. All right. Um, first sound on Mars. Finally. First sound ever captured on Mars. And it's just a Martian wind. Okay, it. great. Because I completely forgot to put it on that computer to show everybody. So we'll just describe it. A Martian wind? Is that what you said? Yeah. So they, they caught a light wind blowing on Mars. So, so it's like not redder. Martian wind. Yeah, which is also a great uh, psychedelic band from the 70s. <laughs> um, right. It was just blowing at 10 to 15 miles an hour. That's it sounds cool. like this. Does it? I didn't actually listen to it yet. Hear the distant That's horns? Not it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, I think I can play. There's horns in the distance. I'm going to play it. I just don't know how loud it's going to be. Should I go Close for it? Enough. Do it. Play yeah. that. Play it. Play it. Mars sound. Party time. Yeah, why is there like horns and beeps and synth? And people clapping. <laughs> I'm trying to... Oh, there we go. There we go. It's been pitched up two octaves. Whoa. Alright. It's kind of more pretty, thunderous than I expected. Pretty ASMR-ish. I'm yeah. digging it. Makes me hungry. <laughs> I've been hungry all day. Cannot stop eating today. Dang it. We're going to eat so it's much on those, Mars. One of those hunger days. Oh, man. I know. I'm going to start with mac and cheese there, I think. Martian, what's the first crop <laughs> going to be grown on Mars? Or what's the first meal prepared on Mars? It's like the celebratory, we made it. I think we've established that already. I think someone's going to tear yeah. up some ice cream. I Mac think and cheese, gonna... ice cream? Yeah. Nice. All right. I think so. That's my vote. So we're putting bets on this. Holler in any of the comments to put your vote in on what you think people are going to eat on Mars. You get a prize if you get the, uh, the meal right that people eat on Mars first. Then uh, You get a prize once it's confirmed. Yeah. We'll, we'll determine the prize at that point. So yeah. that's part of the surprise. Surprise prize. All right. Uh, science article. Science time. This one's science pretty, time. pretty interesting. Wait. Science time. There but it's about uh, the idea that your subconscious shapes your reality. So it's kind of like a, a feedback loop, basically, where your, your perception like feeds into your mind and then creates... Or you, with your, you know, conscious mind, create these 
biases and some of them are subconscious just on like your experience in the world and that in turn shapes like how you perceive the world so it's this weird feedback loop that um it's kind of crazy to think about though that like it uh literally alters your perception so that we might not be all observing a lot of the similar things or we're not like interpreting the same things the same way well is, i i also think that's part of the fact that we're built to be in communities when a human is in isolation they almost exclusively get crazy it's a very rare special kind of person that can go a long period in isolation without um going crazy in a way that they find super unpleasant and is difficult to like recover from. Yeah. yeah. We need to compare stuff with other people because we don't perceive everything uh, entirely fully without bouncing stuff off of people. Yeah. And there's like, it, it also seems like there's, uh, we kind of just have to like trust that most of the stuff we see is like all the same and that there's like a reality, you know, that we're all a part of. And we're just like perceiving it differently and we just have to trust like that we know what the fuck everyone else is talking about. It's such a weird thing, man. Yeah, it's why paranoia can sneak in and people that don't think that they're prone to <gasps> excuse me, any kind of particular mental illness, they can start thinking stuff is like planted for them or things are uh, conspiring. It's it's weasels in. It's why people are so susceptible to cults too. Anyone yeah. can be in a place uh, where they're weak in life, um, had a couple deaths in the family, or lost their job, uh, confusion about where they're going in life. These yearning, confusing spots are a perfect time to utterly devote yourself to something like greasy conversation <laughs> and spreading our message and letting people know yeah. who's really there for them, who's really going to support them <laughs> like uh, no other person in your life can. Uh, with the same meaning only when you're wearing our merch though it's it's magical like that those are the secret footsteps of surprise all right knowledge this is uh this is also kind of interesting kind of sciencey i mean it is science but yeah science time plants have been found to emit um sounds that are too high for human ears when they're stressed out or being attacked or eaten. Holy crap, I didn't know this. Yeah, they've done some um, studies and they send out like ultrasonic clicks, I guess is how they're described, um, when they're threatened. So certain kind of plants, I don't, I don't know if all plants, I don't think they've studied all, literally all plants, <laughs> um, but quite a few do. Can, it, can anything else living hear it? I don't know. That's a good question because it's known that a lot of animals, like cats, for example, hear a lot higher frequencies than we can pick up. Yeah. Bugs do, rats do. So they might be hearing plant drama uh, going on. Like, oh, plants are like, oh, I'm getting cracked and rustled by this predator. They might hear that more than just the rustling or in addition to it. Not only that, but it goes in reverse. There have been uh, plants that were exposed to a speaker playing the sound of water mm. and they grew towards the sound of the water with no other evidence of water being in that direction. Oh, wow. Like they heard that water sound. And we have another article in the news this particular week. That's a hot headline about coral. Uh, and got to give you credit for finding this one. Coral is being healed by underwater speakers. Now there's underwater speakers that are helping the coral reefs do their thing. 
Yeah, which is really interesting. I wonder. It's like having a boombox at a construction site, or what surgeons do now. But it's coral. This is it's yeah the coral. They're just playing sounds of other healthy coral reef ecosystems, which is pretty gnarly. I want this sound gig. This is the niche audio producer gig I've been looking for. Man, that's just crazy to me. Like. Right, we're how healing plants with is. sound. Like how powerful that the sound is of just, man. Well, the fact that there's um, things in animals that we've, well, not animals, but plants. Well, I guess coral's an animal. There's these entities on this planet that are communicating in ways that we didn't realize and have like emotional needs or can be inspired to heal in ways that we thought, oh, it's weird how laughter makes people heal better. Mm-hmm. There's things, analogs to that going on where like music patterns of ideas just uh in sound it's kind of like the patterns that we see in like decorations and um what's the word i'm looking for aesthetics yeah how tangibly significant that can be just outside the realm of like oh people just like like that so that just makes them happy that's more complex than that there's an appreciation of sacred geometry and sounds and patterns Oh, it's that like a connects something. Thing. Yeah. yeah, it makes you feel connected to something bigger than yourself and possibly does for these tiny entities too. make them feel maybe inspired. Yeah, it's just, yeah, that's kind of this coral things actually kind of blowing my mind. How man. can you like hear healthy coral sounds and then be healthy or coral? Yeah, it's it, like hanging out with fit people and then eating better. Just like that. Just the <laughs> the sound waves of like that environment like the sound waves are enough to alter a was it giving them information like if that's what healthy coral sounds like what do i do to myself to make that kind of sound is it literally inspiration like that with actual data like they're actually learning from the sounds of this other coral or supported by it sensory triggering or something yeah Yeah. it's It's really trippy like i wonder what sounds like humans could listen to like are there sounds humans could listen to that would just like help you get over a cold well there certainly is uh sounds that humans listen to to make it through things like go to the gym yeah or like alter mental states for sure alter mental states in tons of ways and enhance focus but how could it be easier well surgeons listen to music to help their focus and we're not entirely sure of the mechanism of that but for humans it's music Maybe this coral, healthy coral sounds, maybe there's music in it that we don't understand. Yeah, or just the information. Like, I'm wondering, is there, like, a uh, uh, sound or combination of sounds that humans could listen to that would, like, affect your body, your physical body in a very noticeable way, like healing or, you know. Or can only the coral do it and we're not capable. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's also what used to be called in, like, the early internet days as moan tones before it was easy to download video People will just get sounds of women getting off. And oh, okay. That was a thing. That I just thought of Letter, letter Kenny. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude. The porn episode. Letter Kenny. If you haven't seen that show yet, binge the whole thing. It's yeah, fucking great. Media recommendation. What is it on Netflix or Hulu? Hulu. That's a hulu It's becoming really popular. Like, I like that I'm running into a lot of people that have seen Letter Kenny. Oh, yeah, totally. It just is so, so fucking quotable, that show, man. <laughs> so many good moments, but... All right. We got another fresh one brewing. Let me introduce it. 
That's the vault of uh, learning. Yeah, <laughs> this is just this last quick one before our last instance. Um, yeah, another recall of romaine lettuce. Which yeah. It seems to get like recalled like every six to eight months. It seems like there's a romaine lettuce recall and it keeps... I uh, heard it's hard e. to wash. E. coli breakouts. Um, no one knows how to wash lettuce good enough, apparently. That'll save society. I want the parallel but, world where the lettuce is safe. But the water is absorbed by the plant, so it's inside. It could be that hopeless, trying to get the and E. coli there's probably out some other shit on the outside of it. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, how do we get the E. coli out of these fellas? Yeah, I don't And it just seems like there's no... Uh, no one really knows why. I like never how eat, it keeps happening. I never eat romaine intentionally. I haven't in years since all that started. Yeah. So there's other lettuces that are way safer. I know it's spinach at our house a lot. Spinach doesn't I don't do know. something apparently. I mean. What is it about the romaine? I, like, I yeah. don't know. I haven't heard anything about other lettuces. So yeah, I haven't either. I haven't looked into it either. <laughs> <laughs> all the other ones have better PR. That's what it is. That's there the you go. All lettuce has E. coli. Oh, man. Like a, the butter lettuce company started that rumor or whatever. There's really right. No oh good. man, what if like public health? What if it's what if it's worse than a rumor? The other lettuce company actually has been infecting the romaine with oh! E. coli, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's some like dark fucking espionage right there, like corporate espionage style. What if they're time travelers from the future who are doing it? That's that's the bigger question. What if it's time travelers from the past? Which means people that have just been sitting around not getting anyone's attention, and now they're here in the present. Dude, yeah, what if someone like invented a time machine like 30 years ago, and they've just been sleeping on it? <laughs> Literally. Like, <laughs> traveling to the future due to sleeping on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be an interesting prep, like, because then you couldn't, maybe you couldn't pinpoint like the actual origin of time travel. You'd think that someone traveled from like, 30 years after it was created and then they go back to look for the original time travel device to stop it and you never could. Wow. You know? I don't know. I don't, maybe, I don't know. The first tech is always gigantic. So the first time we see anything for time travel, it's going to be like the size of a house. And then it's going to get smaller and smaller. Yeah. But at maybe. first... And it's just going to kill every other person that does it. People <laughs> still do it anyway. It's a 50-50. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Or what if it, like, works, but you might come back as your evil twin? <laughs> it's like know. taking it's a, a ship across the ocean. It used to be like, well, be gone for a month and a half, and I'm, do it. half of us will die. But half of us will make it there. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, back in the day, man. To go that far out, I couldn't do it. Yeah, no. I don't know. I'd be interested, but probably wouldn't do it. If you could do space, you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think the water's, like, I think the ocean's, like, out in the middle of nowhere is more terrifying than space, honestly, yeah. Because at least in, like space you just like die right away like if you go out in space you're just like dead there's a lot of ways that you have a few minutes of torture first though yeah Either burning sure alive that. or suffocating yeah if you're you... like and in, in, yeah like on the if there's a fire on the space but station, you won't so have a memory of it unfortunately suffocation is yeah. supposed to suck yeah that's, oh, that's why like yeah drowning is like the one way one I'd of the least never fun go. ones freezing to death you just pass out basically you just dying yeah you just happy. get numb and then you know you fall asleep really cold and then yeah you just freezy. embrace it. It's a little freezy. Just a little freezy. They recommend that sometimes for like uh, euthanizing fish. Wait, oh yeah. What? Euthanizing pet fish. Like freezing, freezing them? them. I don't do that. I think it sounds weird, but you it's can use clove oil and 
have a more appropriate like experience for them. Hmm. I never see a fish like suffer enough in advance to know they just suddenly go usually. Yeah. But if you have a fish that's suffering, we got a hot tip for you there, you guys. You're welcome. Do you want to pay more for a new... Whoa, wait. Do you did you do that? I Are did. we going to ads? Oh, my, my gosh. Bad. I thought it went crazy. No. <laughs> no, that was a great time to go to an ad, and I ruined it by freaking out. It's like, what's going on? <laughs> okay, credit repair. Do you want to pay more for a new car or new home or less? Yeah! Do you want to pay higher interest rates on your credit cards or even to refinance student loan debt or less? Yes! The secret to paying less on everything is a better credit score. Is your credit score less than 700? Do you even know? Well, now at the same time, you can learn exactly what your credit score is and learn how to make it better. And when you call our special credit repair hotline, you'll speak to an expert that will tell you simple steps to start improving your credit score. And the call and consultation are F-R-E-E. -E. That's free. I'm telling you, the secret to paying less is a better credit score, and you can fix it right now. So please make this free call and change your life. 877-857-1658. 877-857-1658. That's 877-857-1658. Hey, Bobby, I feel like going out tonight, but I don't feel like going to the Strip. Any ideas? I say we head over to the Golden Tiki over on Spring Mountain Road. I've never been. What's so great about it? Dude, they got some great, crazy drinks up there, man. And it's right in the heart of all the foot massage parlors, so if we can walk there, you know, we get a foot massage on the way back. Or in case we strike out, right? Man, you're not going to strike out. Dude, I get laid when I walk into the Golden Tiki. Really? I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down to the Golden Tiki, located at 3939 Spring Mountain Road, right in the heart of Chinatown. You're going to love it. This place is absolutely amazing. Come and check it out for yourself. 3939 Spring Mountain Road. Be sure to get your mix of music, listen to us with the RadioVegas.rocks app available at the App Store, and check out our VIP card, interact with us in our chat room, and scheduling of our RadioVegas.rocks shows, plus podcasts. It's all available on RadioVegas.rocks app. App! Do it. Uh, app. So you're back. It's Greasy Conversation. We're back, but also you're back. And RadioVegas.rocks is who to mention with these folks to keep the lights uh, lit up. And uh, we've got our last news chug to breeze through and to keep you up to date on the headlines for your water cooler experiences. To be cooler at the water cooler, we've got tons of gimmicky things to give you. Or to be the water cooler. Be the water cooler. Yeah. The listening to the show will actually turn you into a water cooler. That's for beautiful. One out of a hundred people. I'm feeling Most that. may suffer the side effect. Yeah, I want to be a water cooler. Who doesn't? Right. All right. So behold, here's a grease piece for you. All right, world's first funerary human composting site is going to open <laughs> up in 2021. I'm all about this idea, man. For sure. I think the idea of like burying people in coffins is really silly. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, this is like natural and uh, good, 
good for old planet Earth. I love how much this one got your attention. <laughs> like, oh, we're talking about burying dead bodies. Ange Kerfoot is here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm tired. Wait, dead what? <laughs> Where did it happen at? Uh, this is in Washington State. So far, that's the only state that has oh, it's beautiful. Um, legalized this practice of like not needing to be buried in like a coffin so you can do a natural burial they they kind of just wrap your body in a like some kind of cloth that's biodegradable and just plop you in a hole i want to know for sure that i became some plants rather than some stupid bugs pooping me okay but why do we need this setup for it why can't it be more open air like well this is just like uh demo yeah well this is like their I mean, they're trying to turn it into a business, so they have to do all this added stuff. There's these little pods that are like, look like honeycombs with little pods, and uh, that's where they'll just bury people in so they can compost. Yeah, so they can hype it for investors, and then people can come and visit the dead folks in this pretty atrium. Yeah. Okay. Needs birds, though, right? Yeah, it needs way more birds, man. Their their bird game is... Bird game week. Dude, oh, if you scroll down to the bottom, I wonder if this is like the viewing. There's a picture of like the viewing area. Oh. Maybe where they did like a ceremony before they put them in the pot. It's it's very weird, kind of. It hey. is weird. It looks pretty, but like the circular arrangement of the chairs just around like, yeah, that seems. But I mean, funerals already are kind of weird anyway. So This demo sure. is so weird. It's kind I of like a neat it. Place. It's very art gallery-ish, honestly. Yeah, it seems it seems very like sleek. I mean, there's not so, there's only I mean how how many people can be there? Like thousands or? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, I think it's scalable. It's, that's what I'm saying. Is it seems impractical? Yeah, totally. But that's what's. But cool I mean, about if everyone's too, like com- if if your body's just decomposing and then like composting, I don't know how long that process would take for a human body. Um, if it's tied in with the national parks in that area or the local parks, then you can have the cemetery area just keep moving over a block after the previous block grows a nice park. <laughs> and just plan it out. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can just like transport the compost afterwards and then you have a new empty bin. So it's like always uh, rotating. It's not like a permanent um, does the funeral plant, spot. Does the plant like us though? Does it like eating that? <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. I don't see why not. They choose only plants that love eating people, which will make them freakishly powerful and, and eventually take us over. Yeah, totally. But I'm all for this or that. Uh, there's a few different variations. You can like have your you can be cremated and have your ashes put into this little pod that helps like grow a tree, so it helps fertilize a tree. Or you can have your ashes um, used to help rebuild coral. Wait, there's a major part of this I wasn't understanding. You get cremated first? Yeah. Not oh. this one. Not this one. I'm talking about different. Oh, other, okay. Other, okay. I was about to be super disappointed. Other alternatives for, um, instead of like a right, traditional funeral, there are other alternatives. Yeah, I want to be plants, not just be on fire first. But I'll settle for whatever I get. It's not ultimately not well, my choice. even yeah. at this demo we were looking at, those were ashes, right? That's what we were looking at? No, in the it pod. It was like soil. In the pod, it looks like uh, like it's... Um, like a composting mix. Okay. So that's probably like wood chips right there. Um, yeah, it looks it helps like, like under break the swing down set. Because it starts breaking down. And then if you scroll down, you can see one of these open pods. Yeah. And it's just laid one. with like wood chips, it looks like. But there's probably soil so under there. So they like, bury the body hole in this thing? Yeah. 
That is weird. Yeah, I'm a little big like... for this pod. I think I need a little bit bigger pod. Than what I'm saying <laughs> right here. I don't think quite. I have a toe sticking out or something. <laughs> we gotta rethink this. Yeah, it just like breaks down your body and you turn okay. into compost, and then they can use that soil to okay. feed plants. If the little plants is sprouts, it instant or no? No, no, no. It's a process. It's just like regular decomposition. So however long that takes, but you'd be. I mean, the soil like a composting mix that's made to break down organic matter like that it does go a little faster but I mean, it okay. probably takes a bit of time there's going to be hidden murders uh tucked into this there's definitely going to be some uh like some hits put out some mafia folks are going to be disappearing in some of these pods for sure oh they're like a body just shows up in the pod yeah like oh that pod has a body already oops i must have miscounted or like the mafia gets their own pods Oh, private pods. Yeah, man. You don't know which ones are filled with who. Murder pods. Murder pods. Wait, which was the one? This one. Murder pods. That would be, man. Imagine like that was a way to get murdered is you just get like locked in one of those pods, but you're still alive. Oh. And then so you have to like starve to death first and then you decompose. Bamboo grows and pokes through you and grows at three. Oh, man. Is stuff. that like an actual thing? It's a thing, but it doesn't really grow fast about. enough. Yeah, yeah. Mythbusters did a thing on it. Really? Doesn't it? I mean, you can supposedly watch it grow. It grows enough each day that like you can notice. Are you talking about like a, that old school, that old torture? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember hearing about that, but I'm like, that's, yeah, I mean, I'm sure someone did it back, back in the day. It's bamboo torturous. Crazy. I think someone changed my echo. Hold on. I need to test something really quick in front of everybody. It's scientific. Okay. Ready? Ah! Ah! Okay. That no, was the one. I just wanted one. to make sure. It's yeah. It's a little disturbing. Someone changed the echo. Just making sure. I wanted to make sure it was more disturbing that time than earlier. It was too short of an echo. It's like that bird it. call thing that you do. <laughs> yeah. Don't well, do it. Please don't do it. That's me cheering for people. No, that's just how I show support in <laughs> a show. It's just an ordinary <laughs> yeah, cheer. It's just very short. Yeah. I remember now. Please don't. <laughs> it's been a long weekend. I'm hungover. I'm not, but it's, <laughs> it's hard. I'm, it's barely, I am in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. It's a similar noise to what you heard. <laughs> it's just cheering, you guys. It's just celebrating its performer. All right. This is a. <laughs> they like it. Scientists are using lasers to analyze handwriting to evaluate mental states, if such a thing is possible. First of all, why are lasers necessary to evaluate handwriting? Second of all, handwriting to evaluate mental states is kind of an iffy practice. Seems like how, a pseudoscience, yeah. Because there's a lot of people with crazy handwriting that they just write that way. And, like, your physical, like, motor skills don't uh, often relate to your mental acuity. But maybe state, maybe if we're just talking about emotional state. If yeah. you have a control, if you have, like, a normal emotional state version of the handwriting, okay, I'm thinking plausibly. But where the hell are the lasers involved? Uh, it's to analyze... Getting all mad. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just to analyze, like micro movements okay um and they're like looking into that to see if that can tell you anything about someone's mental state or forensic analysis but published in the journal laser physics letters this is just like people there's these people are really into lasers yeah (laughs) i know and it's like it's it's i mean it's interesting to think about but like whether people can actually uh do that we're going to use lasers to predict the future. I'm, 
Like, uh, I was reading this book just because I, I have it. I don't know where I got it from, but I'm like rereading every book I have. And it's called How to Read People, right? And the more amazing thing about the book, it's written by this woman who like helps with jury selections. Hmm. And like what I didn't know is that they actually screen jurors and they look for certain types of people to be on the jury that might look at it favorably or unfavor, you know, one side favor more favorably than the other, which I didn't know they did. I thought they went for like unbiased, but the whole thing is just like, oh, when someone does this or appears like this, that could mean this, but it could also mean this. And that's like everything. Yeah. So, I mean, the same thing could be with handwriting where it's like, oh, if you write like this, it could mean you're, you know, uh, a psychopath or that you were also in a hurry. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like, which one? I guess we'll never know. I always feel like both when I'm looking at that. When I'm right. looking at my own, my handwriting's crazy. Oh, yeah, mine too. <laughs> my handwriting is very... Yeah, I don't do a lot of writing, so it's like... Man, it's, it's been ages. I'll type it to you every time. I'll, I have a printer, you guys. Look out. I don't write things. Anyway, it's tragic when I do. It's I have to take so long, then my hand hurts. I love your hand hurts <laughs> when you try to write anything anymore. <laughs> Where you hold you hold the pen too tight. Yeah, just Always. holding the pen. Yeah, it's all awkward. Like uh, I have to get calluses again. I right, so when I like wrote by hand a lot, and then I read this thing where it was it said if you hold a pen in the other hand in the same way that you would write, it's supposed to like trick your brain so that your brain releases pressure off your writing hand. No. And way. so I tried to do that for a while. I didn't really notice anything, but I guess it was like a placebo. I guess for a placebo effect, it's good enough. You know. I had one of those months where I'm like, I'm gonna write with just my left hand for a month. And it'll like heal me. It'll make me understand both halves of my thinking and like reconcile within my brain. Yeah. It did none of that. Yeah. <laughs> it just it was lame. I've gone through a few bouts in my life where I'm like, I'm going to teach myself how to write with my left hand. Because I knew there's this uh, girl I went to high school with. She could write um, with both hands at the same time. And yeah. do one like, she could either write them like both going the same direction or like mirrored from each other. Wow. Which I'm was always like amazing to me she was just out there whatever it takes artist. to do that it definitely takes more than a month yeah yeah that's <laughs> something you just have to be like i'm just gonna do this all the time i did it a bunch too and it hurt it was like as much as i could force myself to do yeah and i made not significant progress yeah yeah it would be it's tough and it's not worth it you're like why did i want to do this again oh just on a whim because my brain does that. Just oh, I thought makes it would whims be, all the time. I thought it would be like the cure to anxiety. Yeah. I like had it on such hand. a pedestal. Yeah. <laughs> this will fix everything. Yeah. That's what I, I was so <laughs> devoted to it. Like once I write with my left hand, everything's smooth sailing. I honestly thought if I could write really well with my left hand, then all my inner conflict would disappear. And yeah. The only like peace within my brain. That's hilarious. Man. <laughs> oh, no one told me this. I just was sure of it. Womp womp. Hilarious. <laughs> All right. And once again. Dang, there's some good stuff in here to try to choose from. Yeah. Once again, a near miss as a giant uh, asteroid skims by Earth. Again. Right. Again, again, again. This, happened, this has been happening a lot, man. And we're like, why do we need to get off the planet? Look at this. These fellows uh, out there. Dude, listen. This asteroid, the this asteroid is one of five due to fly past Earth over the weekend. <laughs> All at safe distances. Okay. This time. So, but like safe, di like what's a safe distance? You know, that's what I really want to know. Like, right? is it, because some of them Can go we get like, closer? Can we go closer to it? 
some of them are like closer than the moon is to earth yeah that's freaky big ones that although it's weird how far away the moon is yeah it's pretty far not only is it eight light seconds away but there's something like if the earth was the size of a tennis ball the moon would be like a pea like on the other side of a house yeah something no it'd be bigger than a pea because it's a sixth the size but it would be far away it's a really large mutant pea right (laughs) get off my analogy back (laughs) so sliding slicey you know has there been and you would think that like now there'd be more movies like it would be a bigger scare thing right I mean, from yeah, the, from the golden age of, of meteorite, me, asteroid destroy yeah. a city movie. You know, we haven't had one of those. Did, did we, like, have the heyday of that with Deep Impact and, and Armageddon? Was that it? That's it, all we it got? It had its time, and it's not something for movies anymore. We need a <sighs> sitcom about it now. That's how we'll get everyone <laughs> oh, dude, concerned that's, again. That's there actually a really great idea. For single a sitcom. camera sitcom, too. Like, faux reality show status. Dude. With, actually, like, office characters at NASA and stuff. I actually really like that premise. I think it would be hilarious. Like, yeah. end of days, like, the last, like, year or something before. But everyone thinks they can destroy it. So the people are trying to destroy it. But, like, there's the stress of saving the world, but also the comic relief as they're trying to be the good old boys or whatever. And yeah. then, like, oh, this woman can't drive a truck. <laughs> and just all these stupid stereotypes yeah, and tropes. And like, none of that changed. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it would be really funny to have, like, a sitcom with that premise. So there's, like, this, you know, inevitability, but no one acts like it. Like, every, it's just, like, normal sitcom shit, just constant, just with, like, yeah. asteroid jokes thrown in. Totally. Like, everyone's making fun of the, the black guy who's going to go into space because, like... <laughs> He's too tall for a spacesuit or oh, something silly God. like that. I just like have all these silly things. Yeah. Like all that you'd find in any sitcom. Yeah. Just, oh man, it would be, I, I would watch that actually all day. Yeah. That'll get us excited about saving the earth I'd, from I'd rock. Quit, I'd quit my us. job to watch that. Cause we need to stay afraid. Whatever it does to take a, to keep us yeah, terrified. Yeah. We should be afraid. Cause we can't That's do anything point. about it. So we have to just wake up in terror. That's the only option. Yeah, totally. <laughs> real talk though like if your government wants to spend money on space like spend the dang money because we want to uh exist as a species after we individually die it's the only form of uh, immortality that we're aware of is the species yeah. continuing i'm trying to get my consciousness transferred yeah into a box or something but what if the box gets hit by an asteroid that's why <laughs> oh, we man. need right it's so multiple box, boxes there everywhere. we go Multiple boxes on multiple one, stellar One at the bottom entities. of the ocean. Yeah. Uh, one, you know, just hook it up to like a shark. One floating on the space. surface of Venus. Yeah, man. Just put them everywhere. Because sharks die too. So it has to be another shark that's died and had its consciousness put in a box that like protects your consciousness. It's just consciousnesses all the <laughs> <Yeah>. way down. <laughs> I love this. Just like layered, layered consciousnesses. Yeah. Help us out with this, you guys. You have to... Uh, buy the merch and tell everyone about Greasy Conversation and spread the message. And it's really the only hope of seeking fulfillment in your life in a meaningful and lasting way. Yeah, man. And then... Uh, we're all there is left. We're, that's where we're trying... That's what this whole thing is. We're just trying to like transfer our consciousness into the unsuspecting... It literally listeners. is. Yeah. This is like... I'm hoping some AI can just make another me that can 
bop around and eat virtual macaroni and cheese uh, for pretends and never get full by just assimilating my personality from this broadcast. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Oh, man. Mac and cheese, though. Virtual mac and cheese, too. Uh, that's, like, limitless. There's no full of virtual mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, I tried to make this thing that uh, I would make little inventions, and I took, like, a 9-volt battery clip mm. and a, a potentiometer and another battery, and you could, like, adjust how much voltage was, like, at the clip, but not more than 9 volts. It was just hooked to another 9-volt battery. So and I would tell people to put it in their mouth, and I would, like, dial in the flavor. Like, I was like, oh, I'm going to make an electronic virtual flavor thing. That's funny. <laughs> and imagine the gross kids that put this shit in their mouth. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I could, well, just have me zap them in the tongue. And it, yeah, it just is like that weird <laughs> copper taste. Yeah. And it tingles a little bit. Man. We just dial it in. So that that got the virtual macaroni got like me thinking. So when we have like true VR where it's a really immersive experience. Like there's going to be some people that just go in there and they just choose something like asinine and nonsense. Just like just something. They're just like, I'm just going to eat mac and cheese for a year in this virtual game. Like that's all I'm going to do. Like with just there's going to yeah. be people that just go in and do stupid shit. Like I'm going to dig a hole to China. For like, sure. In a virtual world. It just seems like a funny concept, man. Let's push on the walls. Let's make, let's shake the, rattle the cage. Everybody do something revolutionary. Like eat nothing but mac and cheese. Like some kind of uh, future dictator. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like a funny concept. We're like, you go to a world that's limitless and you can do anything, but you choose to do yeah. <laughs> eat mac and cheese forever. <laughs> Replace all the water with orange juice. There's just always that one guy in the game. Everybody is just eating mac and cheese. But then it would, like, spread. You know, something like that in a game like that would uh, would definitely spread and it'd be a trend. So then you just have, like, people everywhere just eating mac and cheese. Yeah, and then it wouldn't be cool anymore. And then it'd just be, like, mac and cheese planet. It's just, like, we didn't realize we would have such a great tie-in sponsorship with Kraft when we invented this <laughs> this game platform. Right. But it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> People just wanted a mac and cheese eating simulator the whole time. <laughs> That's what we all really wanted. <laughs> Virtual mac and cheese simulator. Oh, this is rough. I got to eat it now. Dude, so. and then, but then, you know, there are people that would want to be in VR to be the mac and cheese being eaten. Whoa. Okay, that's hot. I dig it. All right, there's, there's some uh, fetishes out there like being that. Being food. Oh, imagine being chewed up, though. It doesn't sound that fun, actually. I'm sure some people find it to be quite lovely. Some light chewing. Yeah. Just Sen some light sensual chewing. Just a touch of chewing, folks. <laughs> okay, so we have one final. We've got like three minutes. Yeah. For um, last tiny sip of news. Smart, smart toilets may be able to assess your health through your pee. Yeah. Speaking of that gold toilet getting stolen, it's not worth as much as these ones we're going to have where you're going to pee in the toilet and it's going to judge you. Yeah, just analyze and then it. It can uh, send your and your urinary information to the uh, health facility that analyzes it. Yeah, I can and tell when your kidneys going south. Yeah, can actually give quite a bit of information on you and your general health. But it's helpful. This um, person's checking their watch to see what the deal is with their piss. Yeah, maybe you're gonna be like pissing on the toilet and then like looking at the smart watch at the same time. It's gonna be a look. It's gonna be the future. Is you look at your watch out in the open, people will giggle like they'll think you're peeing. Or like someone just comes back from the bathroom and they're all down. Like, what's up? What's up with you, man? 
Like, oh, I just found out I had cancer. <laughs> I got some bad news in the bathroom, guys. <laughs> that last loaf had the some toilet hates me. Bad data. Uh, I need to get a second opinion, but that toilet didn't look good. Will be branded? Would it be like Doctor Toilet? <laughs> <laughs> toilet RX, dude. Oh man, I I really want a Doctor Toilet now. <laughs> Man, that's a beautiful place to, to let things go. Yeah. And say, good. oh, no, it's usually this one. Yeah. Oh, that's that soothing taking off. Yeah. This is actually from our first album from Greasy the, Greasy the Conversation. Is it? Greasy Conversation, the band. These, these songs are from the first album of it, if you didn't already know. Anyhow, thanks to everyone that popped in and hollered. Yeah. We, we need you. We need we you do. to keep, stay squeaky. Uh, stay thirsty. Um, our little droplets, get the grease. Our little droplets, be our little droplets. We love you so much. Come on, be the barracuda. Let's do so you, you would give the food its flavor. Yeah, we appreciate you and uh, share that appreciation with the world. And I'll see you next week. But then next week is the season finale. That's the thing. Oh. Next week is season finale. And then we're gone for the holiday season. No, we got two more. This is 25, right? There's one more episode, and then the final two weeks of the month, the 22nd and the 29th, were dark. So oh, we've yeah. only got the 15th left. Season finale. Oh, you're saying that's episode not the... Episode 27. It's going to be... Yeah, the season finale is going to be January 5th. So this is like the finale finale. Yeah. Finale finale. It's going to be the year finale. Gotcha. You know what's up. Yeah, All right. I understand. I got Get you. out of here, guys. Now you're safe to go home. Tell your kids, <laughs> tell your kids we said hi. <laughs>